There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90-day Beyonce Marrying someone you've only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes, let's love just waiting. How how is the how is the angles? It's great. I look great. Let's go. You're wearing that combination that doesn't look good again. Well, fine by me. Y'all tell everybody about how are we are we recording. We We're recording. Welcome, y'all. <laughs> I'm gonna fight for love. I'm gonna that's, fight for love. That's a made up song, right? I know, but someone should make a song called "Fight for Love." I'm sure that I'm sure it was a song that was probably recorded in the '80s, like or something come, like yeah, that. Yeah, don't you feel like in Pat the, Benatar recorded it? Pat Benatar, yeah. That's the B side to "Love Is a Battlefield." <laughs> We are fighting <laughs> for that love. Woo. I want to love you, but I'm going to fight you. You're going to fight for love. <laughs> and then there stupid. was a chorus at the end. Yeah, there's a lot of Pat Benatar songs that, like, I remember I was doing this. This is so weird. Oh, no. Y'all, welcome. Uh, to, welcome. This welcome is to toe. Reality Gaze. This is Toe. Reality this Gaze. This is Toe. Season three, episode two. And Poodle's going to tell us why this I was... episode <laughs> called Fight for Love has inspired his rant on Pat Benatar. Not really. I love Pat Benatar. I do Don't too. get me wrong. But I was looking at her catalog because someone was trying to kind of build a jukebox musical. They, they did later on called Romeo and Juliet, Love is a Battlefield. No, they didn't. Yes. They based it on Romeo and Juliet? Yes. Let that sink in. I'm and sorry, so, I'm asking you obvious questions because I can't believe someone actually thought that was It was, was in Los Angeles. People was, that produce theater need to talk to you They're first. doing another workshop right now. So actors, submit. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think 
the original production had them actually doing the Shakespeare, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden they would just start singing Shadows of the Night. Um, so you can imagine the disjunction that happened. Um, uh, someone probably who lives in L.A., I saw that it was good! It's good! <laughs> um, but anyway... The, the more you start going past did the you, big singles. Did you know Pat Benatar was related to Shakespeare? <laughs> really? Yeah. The, the lyrics, yeah. they're similar. <laughs> um, uh, once you go past Heartbreaker, Shadows of the Night. That's a good song. Um, uh, Love is a Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple others, a couple other heavy ballads. It's not good. Well, they're like five really strong. That, this happens every time. There's a little there's, click. God, we look. Somebody there's, knocked. I think there's Poodle like, has a ghost. There's five or six singles that you recognize. Mm-hmm. Um, and We Belong. So there's five or six singles we, that we recognize. Then, I'm, then I was going down the list. I'm like, oh, never heard that. And I listened. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but that was like, it was like a number one single. I'm not dissing Pat Benatar. Don't come oh, for me. Oh, no. Come no, for she had, she had literally like five or six hit number ones. Welcome for her. Um, and I was like, I was like, I don't remember any of these others. Well, but that's better than people we were who young. had one hit wonders. Yeah. We are strong. No one can okay. tell us where we're on. Touching us for so long. Both of us knowing love is a battlefield. Ding, 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 ding. That's a great song. It is a good song. Let's actually Doesn't talk about this show. Eh, why bother? <laughs> Y'all. What if, what if the whole show was just a discourse boy, on 80s rock? We're going to get a bad Apple podcast review for that <laughs> talk about Pat Bad. But I enjoyed if it. If you don't like this, <laughs> tough shit. Or fo- fast forward. Fast forward. FF. Um, where, where are we starting with? We're starting... Uh, we, we, we have announcements. We, we do, have y'all. lots of announcements. We don't have lots of announcements. We just have an announcement about y'all... We are announcing our tour, Live, Laugh, Live. live. The I was tour waiting is for called you. Live, Laugh, Live. I thought you were just going to leave me hanging. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> Y'all live, laugh, live. And you probably, if you've seen on our Instagram and all that kind of stuff, we've already announced the first day is in Chicago. Chicago. I forgot the- what day. Uh, January 8th, 8th, I believe. It's going to be cold as a witch's titty. It's true. And then where are we going next, It's a bold Poodle? move. <laughs> where are we going next? We're going to start spreading the news. Bum, bum. We're going to the Gramercy Theater. I'm leaving today. In New York City. New, New York, York City. <laughs> I think that's like the 26th. The... Boy. Both of these the are one, Saturdays. The one thing we should know are the date of our live shows. Uh, if Kristen, our booking agent, is listening to this right now, she's like, God She's damn going, it. God damn it, guys. You had one, you job. Had one job. It is. Chicago's January 8th and Lincoln Hall in New York is January 29th. 29th. At, at Gramercy Thank Theater. you. So the 8th and the 29th, um, those, and we'll be announcing an L.A., another, a second L.A. show. In February. We're just waiting February. to hear. In February. We're waiting to hear at a bigger venue, but more importantly, our, our, not more importantly, but it's already sold out, our November 14th show at Dynasty Typewriter is sold out. 
Um, we're excited yeah. about that. We're excited yes. to see you there. The pre-sale of this is going to go for Patreon and Super Sissies. That's going to go on sale Wednesday. And then on Friday will be general seats available. And we will say again, y'all, it's kind of just not by it's not by it's general it's seats. General public. General public, yes. Pre-sale. Um, sale. Sounds we just sale like you. We just can't. We can't pick. We don't have huge venues yet because no one knows who the fuck we are. <laughs> and our poor booking agent, I think. They're I, like, who's these people? I don't know who she's. This sounds like porn. Yeah, I don't know what. She, bribes have been under tables, I'm sure, just to let us in the door. I, but I'm I'd t- blow somebody to get, in, to get into the Troubadour. It's true. I don't know about New York City, but I'm going to say this, y'all. I guarantee you probably that, that Chicago, show's gonna sell out. Chicago's going to sell out probably... Um, I bet you there's going to be probably 30 or 40 seats left when it's released on Friday. So I'm just going to say, if that's really important to you go, you might want to join just the $5 tier this month so you yep. can get the pre-sale for that. We're so. not saying you have to join it forever. Cancel it. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> if you're doing, do, do it for a I month. I just don't want you to, the reason I'm saying is because we get people saying, oh my God, I have to go to your show and it's sold out. And I'm like. You know, I, I when, when I hear I that, I feel I'm bad. Like, I, I feel bad to her a little bit, but like. It'd be different if we were doing Madison Square Garden. No, um, we're doing the closet in Chicago. <laughs> no, it's the um, it's the what's the venue? Lincoln, Lincoln Hall. Lincoln Hall. Lincoln Hall. Not familiar, but I'm excited um, to go. Where Lincoln went and took a shit. Is it where that? Is it where Lincoln got killed? <laughs> no, that's at that's okay. at Ford's Theater. <laughs> yes, I do know that. Do you? I do. <laughs> I don't know. That that sounds like one of the things that Oinky was right about, <laughs> and no one else in the class knew. We need to move on. I think that's all of it for our announcements, right? I thought there was more. Oh God, maybe not. We'll save it for part. Who two. cares? Yeah. Um, I think that's it. We'll figure it out. Something's gonna hit me later. That's good. Um, what you think of this episode? I enjoyed it. It's good. The we're, other way is so much better than happily ever well, after. Well, just a lot more stuff happens. We're we're getting to the point. We we now have introduced everyone, mm-hmm. and we know whose stories are just going to be sad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Ellie, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Um, same thing with Stephen and Alina. I foresee sadness in the future. There, I foresee wonderful, wonderful drama. Really? Oh, with her. Yes. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. he's just going to be strange. Yeah. Um. Like yes. Like today he's like, okay, I'm almost ready to go. I just have to get snacks, and I'm like, are you four? And and I gotta get snacks, go to the bathroom, and brush my teeth. And the the parents are like, yeah, we don't have time for any of that. He's Bring like, that. okay, let's get the okay, car. let's go. <laughs> and he's just so weird. I thought he was gonna say, I'm gonna get some snacks, and I've got a big poop. I think that's what he was meaning. I think that's what he's meaning. Instead, he. He had a drop a deuce at the airport. Never a good option. (laughs) Boy, that's the worst when you have to do that at the airport. I think of all the jobs in the Charlotte airport I know, there are bathroom attendants at that airport. Uh Uh-huh. And I think to be a bathroom attendant at the Charlotte airport, Uh I've often thought, that's a rough job. Oh, okay. I was it's worried what you were going to say. No, that's a tough job. Because um, you know the tips aren't good. Because most no. people are just going in there. Oh, wait. They have attendants like by the towels? That's what I just I said. I thought you meant like people just in there kind of cleaning. No. Bathroom attendant. attendant. 
They don't have that at LAX. No. I don't think it's a common thing other places. It's, it, is, it is in the Charlotte airport, though. I don't want to wash my hands and then pull out a dirty dollar bill and tip you. No, that's, but it's, bathroom attendants are very common in restaurants and things like that. I know, but I'm saying that's what I just don't – I'm washing my hands. You don't like the idea of bathroom attendants. I don't attendants. like the idea of bathroom attendants. It yes. comes from a time where we had a different – idea about the restroom remember they had those the bathroom attendants in like gay clubs and you're like i've never seen that before you don't remember that they would have them like at the abbey and stuff what like it, that oh and I'm that's like, different Some that's guys getting blown in that's, the care and blown in the stall that's like frou-frou that's <sighs> that was just stupid that's the only gay bar i know of that has a bathroom attendant Yo, the others they've seen too much and they won't go back in there it's true they won't Y'all, they had um, a bathroom attendant for one night at Mickey's, <laughs> and he quit real quick. Actually, they now, do have a bathroom attendant. At now Mickey's. they do. Now they now do. they do. Now now I, now that it's like now that it's respectable again. It's not really. No, it's not. I remember when that that part bar burnt. Since the bookstore, it did burn. I didn't down. come into work that day. You, you didn't. <laughs> The Mickey's boys were lining up saying, what do we do now? What do we do? Uh, what, Where do we dance? What box am I going to dance on? They found one. <laughs> they just went down the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did. That was serious, though. It was a problem because no one had jobs for a while who worked at Mickey's. They didn't. And they raised a bunch of money. Oh, they did? Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> did it still open? Did it make the pandemic? Yeah. Oh, good for it. I think they survived. Um, a lot of them didn't. A lot of gay bars closed. We are we are oh, well, off, off to the races. <laughs> Let's just jump. Who are we talk about first? I feel like I'm on speed. You are a little crazy today. I feel like. <clears throat> what did you do this morning? I went to work out, so I've got that kind of crazy roided up energy. And your hot trainer was talking about football, which made you think about porn. Yep, all of it. Boy. Let's just tight ends and defensive lines. Oh my! I love a good wedge. Um, who are we talk about first? How does the, is that in football? Yeah, football. It's like when you receive the when you receive the kick, you do a wedge so that way it keeps the the running back or the runner to hold the ball. Who cares? Well, you asked, and that was way too straight, <laughs> even for this you podcast. Asked. Yeah, that's not even a joke. That's like <laughs> weird. I'm uncomfortable. That's homophobic. <laughs> Y'all, this is Corey and Evelyn. Hey, everybody. Um, you otherwise catch known some as waves Surf Jesus and, and Village Mattress. Catch the waves and the Lord at the same time. That's um, what I do. Otherwise known as the stupidest tool alive. He's an idiot. Um, I think I'm going to enjoy this. Se- I, didn't, I thought I was really dreading them. Yes. Um, because it's kind of hard to watch. Basically, she's just going to... She's just going to beat the shit out of him metaphorically. But at this point, he's kind of getting what he deserves. I'm ready. I'm here for it. And I'm enjoying her metaphorically twisting his balls with every single thing. And also the stupid shit he does. It's like Sean from Life After Lockup. Which, y'all, Sean is getting... It's it's beautiful, beautiful karma. So... Oh, that show's good. She's wedding planning with her sisters. The sisters who hate him. It's true. Uh, like, beyond hate him. Like, yeah. they want to... Leslie, the, the, every time Leslie, the younger... I think, I think they would the younger one. tie him to a car and drag yeah. him through pick the, down. The, 
every time <laughs> Leslie looks at him, it's like the, she's smiling, but there's murder in her eyes. Yeah. You see She'd that it's love a, to kill you him. You see that with Evelyn, it's a family trait. Yeah. It must come from the mother or father. <laughs> it's recessive. It's a recessive. Yeah, it's a recessive murder gene. eyes, a recessive. Yeah, exactly. Gene. Um, so she, but she's gonna go look at wedding dresses. She invites her sisters. Um and but before she does that, she's at home and they're talking about what wedding dresses they like and everything. He's like, What's the price range? Hey. She's like, No idea. No idea. <laughs> Cause bitch, you gonna pay. Cause you, you gonna pay. pay. Don't have any clue. Don't matter. She's she's so excited about punishing him. She is for making him get married. Yep. Making her get married. And yep. I'm here for it. Yep, 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 yep. So he says, "What Evelyn doesn't know is that I already have a dress." And I went, "No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, this is this, this is very Mm-mm. bad. Mm-mm. Why would you buy a wedding dress for?" Your fiance. Why would you do that? Spoiler alert. He Why didn't would buy you do it. that? Didn't no, buy no. it. What? That's the you. Just, They've seen the episode. You fucked up the reveal. Yeah, it's who cares. You're right. <laughs> Some people don't watch the episode though. Oh, that's true. So don't don't do that's true. Don't do that. Um. So he said, "I got a dress, but I've been hiding it." I'm I, like, "Where could you hide it? In just underneath a bunch of dirty clothes uh, in the clothes or I think there might have been like a hole in the wall that we meant that he'd been <laughs> y'all he pulls out this package it's so fucking it, stupid it's covered in just like soot and dirt it's it's disgusting looking in a package and he's like oh it's a little dirty and he's kind of cleaning it off and then you know when someone says hey Hey, I've got a really good gift for you. And like when you're a kid, you don't want someone yeah. to say, Hey, Jay Bird, I it's got a great good. gift for you. And then they end up like handing you a Kleenex and you look at them and they say, You've got a runny nose, Jay Bird. Here's your gift. And it's a fucking Kleenex. That was real. <laughs> but and that's no. a shitty gift. Or here's a container or here's a half package of coffee velaments <laughs> that, that was stuck in my purse. We've talked about Velaments before. Your mother just gives you the half package. I wanted the whole thing. (laughs) Anyway, Anyway, that is how Corey presents. But Corey's like, but Evelyn's like, do you have chocolates or food? Chocolates, (laughs) because that's really all I want. He's like, no, no, buy something better. I I bought you a dress. I a dress, and they're like, the the sisters immediately look at him. I know what kind of dresses you like. You're the stupidest person alive. He he pulls up this dress. And he says, look, the back's cut low. It's got slips of the sides. It's a white dress with gold kind of. It it, it, it looks cheap. It looks it's a, really cheap. It looks like a dress that you get on the David's Bridal sale rack in, I think, I in think, December, that a dress that came out in April. Yeah. But it, it doesn't – it's like not even a second-tier dress, though. I actually, you know, it's not a Davis bridal. You know what it is? And I know because I've bought dresses like this for Poodle and myself. Y'all – Second-hand it's, store. It's Ross. Yeah. It's Ross. It's a twenty nine ninety nine dress. I got it, Ross. And so the sisters actually, say – Actually, I think I have that dress in gray. <laughs> <laughs> the sisters say – this looks like a prom dress. And guess what, Poodle? Was He's it? like, well, it actually is my sister's prom dress. And I wrote down, <laughs> And then they show his, sis- his picture of his sister at prom. And y'all, this is not like a prom dress four or five years ago. 
This is a 10 years ago dress. It is. It's ugly. And it's ugly. And it's going to look like a prom dress. The fit is going to look like a prom prom dress. dress. It's a great. It's a fine. It's actually not ugly. It's a fine prom dress. His sister looked pretty in it. Yeah. But that was like 10 or 12 years ago. Exactly. Um, And Evelyn's looking at it. She's like, is that a hole? (laughs) And then then she she says this. Actually, I don't even appreciate the thought of this. Yeah, she says That's my favorite thought. <laughs> she said, I don't appreciate she I said, could say the thought that counts, but no, this is not what you do. She says, Is this your grandmother's dress or your mother's dress? She's like, or, No, it's like, like it's your sister's no, prom dress. It's just my sister's prom dress. I was just she's like, You just want to save money, didn't you? He's like, Well <laughs> uh, and she's like, This is embarrassing. I have so much glee talking about them reading him for filth here. Because he was so deserved. So deserved. And Corey says, I was just trying to like save some money on the call. I wasn't trying to assault, insult anyone. And y'all, I feel like you're going to pay, motherfucker. I feel like, <laughs> well, I feel like this season is just maybe they're going to announce it at the end. Is this just going to be a lead up? To Corey announcing on television that he's doing OnlyFans. Because I feel like everything's just another another line, another line until he's going to have to show his butt. He's already done it. No, I know, but this was filmed prior. So I oh. wonder if this was like, he, you know how the, he worked with his publicist and by publicist, I mean. The same her dad. Woman, her dad. <laughs> yeah. Because they're talking about it now. I just posted on our Instagram story and it's actually pretty good. Um, on 90 Days Bears All, I watched like the they're whole talking clip. about. Did you watch that clip? No, I'm not interested in watching anything with her family, with Libby's family. It is pretty, it's kind of hilarious how poor Sean Robinson trying to listen to what's his name's wife? What's her name? Charlie's wife, uh, Charlie's Megan. Wife, Megan, sit there and th- saying that she's selling her feet pics on OnlyFans, and the whole time Andre's going, Poor, you do poor. They are trying to. <laughs> They are trying to sex shame her, which is interesting because haven't the sisters done porn too? They, I don't know if Becky has. So they're all like sitting on the couch like, we don't do any of that. I know Jen has done, I don't, I don't know if it's called, it's not porn really. Jen has been on OnlyFans and 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 advertised yeah, and Sean's suggestive like, pictures. You, yeah, and Sean said, did you, sell, did you sell pictures of your feet? She's like, yeah, I've got money. Everyone does I? that. Everyone does. Why wouldn't you? Did you sell pictures of anything else? And she was like, yeah, my tits, but those are fake anyway. They're not mine. And I went, you're a class act. Yeah, you could tell. she She's kind of the ones that the sisters can't stand. They all hate her, <laughs> hate her, hate her. She's the family joke. And I, Sean, Wife Ro- Charlie. Sean Robinson better get, be getting paid a lot because her face was just like this the whole time. Like she just kept smelling farts. Like, <laughs> ooh. ooh. Someone had a ooh, someone's all beef hot dog. crop dusting in here. Yeah, woo. So anyway, y'all, we're just leading up to Corey showing his ass. We're uh, we are still at this line. I don't even know if I appreciate the thought. No, <laughs> y'all. No. If you're a man and you think it would be a great idea to buy your fiance's wedding dress, uh-huh. you're two and things. Not give her an option. Yep, you're two things. What are you, poodle? Well, number one. You're stupid. Okay, you're three things. Uh, and you're cheap. Yep. What, and what's the third one? Um, or you, you're what? Gay. Yep, there we go. <laughs> what show was it where they said, I bought all my wives. wives. Or no, that's... That's Waiting for Guffman. But there was a show, a reality show. Where was I it was that we watched? buying Bonnie a nice pants. Was it... Wait, was it um, Rodney? 
who was it that bought clothes? All of Desri. I can't. Y'all come at us. So I don't remember. I don't know. Riveting. Riveting. <laughs> if you're watching this on the intimate portrait, you're welcome. Um. Hi there. Hi. Oh, you're oh. sitting right here. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not going to make out with you right now. Oh. Gross. <laughs> Gross. I would ask before if you were real. I would ask for okay, consent. Okay, great. That's great. <laughs> if it was your husband, don't know. No. No. Remember. Straight men, they have everything anyway. Remember when your husband sleeps with Poodle, what does it that It ain't mean? cheating if it's with Poodle. <laughs> so during the end of the meet and greet, if you like... I didn't really get to see Poodle. And where's my husband? It, it, it's going to go from an M-E-E-T meet and greet to an <laughs> M-E-E-A-T. Yeah. <laughs> a meet and... A, a meet and... You'll, you can check for us in the bathroom later, but I wouldn't advise it. Wouldn't You'll advise be back it. after a while, though. Yeah. And happier. <laughs> Just give him three minutes. <laughs> I, t- at least ten. Oh, sure. <laughs> so, anyway... Evelyn's trying on dresses later on, and she's trying on this one dress. I don't love it. It's very her style, but I don't think it is her style. I think it's too it's too formal. It's too formal for her. Yeah, Yeah, she's not a formal, and it's got these weird arm things that look like she's a bride slash superhero. Well, the thing is, she also wants to be a quote unquote princess at her wedding. So I have a feeling whatever she puts, she's going to choose something tacky. That's probably true. Um, so. She's like, I feel weird. I've never thought I was going to get married. She never misses a chance to remind us no. that she never in a million years wanted to get married or really wants to now that she's doing this for Corey. Y'all, it's, it is like she's getting hives in this dress. <laughs> she's very, it, it, it is, I think I would imagine it's kind of the way I would see Poodle if he was marrying someone <clears throat> who wasn't rich. Yeah. I'd, I'd like, my stomach's upset. <laughs> Can I see that penis again? Yeah, one more time. Because when I look at the when I look at his portfolio, I yeah. don't feel anything. You're like you're just gonna have to put your dick in my butt and carry me like just piggyback down the altar. Because I'm having second thoughts every Otherwise, time I look at that portfolio. I'm gonna run. Just lock your dick into me like a yeah. dog. It's does. not diverse. <laughs> Boy, I can't get away. What are those things with with like sp- like, like spines? Dicks? Yeah, dicks. Like locks they, they in spine there. And locks it in. Is that a is that dogs? Yeah, I learned that because my dog. Are you sure? Yes, it is because my dog Ruff ended up. He as again always a very original name. Well, my brother named him Ruff, who was half German Shepherd, half Collie, big dog, sweet dog. But he was he could be a bully. He was a neighborhood kind of tough dog, and his girlfriend was Lady. So that was the another a, original name. So anyway, well, was your dog not neutered? Uh, no, not back then. This is the 80s. There's so many puppies that Ruff had. I know it's terrible. Well, so anyway, my Aunt Darla's dog, Dougie, who was just a collie, decided that he wanted to have sex with Lady when she was in heat. And it happened. No, in, let me just clarify. Front. None of these animals decided they wanted to have sex. It was right. They are animals, and they smell when their dog is heat, and they will go, fuck it, because they don't make a decision. Do you? It's just, no. That they can, so these, I was sitting in front. I was actually uh, doing a coloring book, and I looked up in the bay window, and I said, Mama, what are they doing? And she, my mom used that as a, she, to teach me about sex with animals. Well, then, here comes Ruff down the street, and he sees Dougie. 
who's all locked in the lady right now. <laughs> locked in. And Ruff starts locked barking and, loaded. and try to fight him. And then Lady starts trying to run. And Dougie's just But they're stuck to Dougie's one another. attached by his so it's stick. Like, go, 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 so go. So she's running and Dougie's going, arr, 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 arr. And that's how I learned that dogs have a spine in their penis. I think they were just locked in. Yeah. I don't think it's a spine. Well, somehow they're locked in. Come out of sissy vets. Where are we? I don't know. <laughs> That's the way country um, people learn about sex through animals. That is the truth. So, y'all, uh, one of the things she says, she's like, this dress, how, how, I don't, can't move in it. How am I going to run away from my wedding? <laughs> ah! And And I love this because that's something that I would think. Yeah. This is just not, how am I going to be a runaway bride? Because, <sighs> of course, she's thinking, y'all. A con artist is always going to think of where's the exit. Yep. I don't know if she's a con artist. I I think Really? Uh, Remember I, that bar? <laughs> no, I think I think someone she's a serial uh commitment phobe. Yeah, um, I agree with that actually. And so she's thinking of a way. She thing is she will allow Corey a lot. But she will throw him a bone occasionally and, and talk about like she's doing all these good things. <sighs> but uh, she says, I need to tell you something, sister. She tells her sisters. Who hate Corey. Hate Corey. She's like, actually, you know the, yes. g- the girl in Peru? Yeah, the one that you're flirting with? Yeah, yeah tell us about he wasn't that. flirting. What? She said he was, she was his girlfriend. What a slut. <laughs> yeah, her name that- was Jenny. And y'all, were, there's no doubt we're going to see Jenny. We're going to see Jenny. We've already, we've already rocked her Are the her sisters calling her times. a slut or did they call Corey a slut? Jenny a slut. Oh, I thought they were calling Corey a slut. No, that word would never be used for a man. They should. I know, but not in that culture. Well, and Evelyn. They're going to blame the woman. And they are like, Evelyn's like, yeah, we were broken up. And the girl's like, I can't believe that he cheated on her. And I'm like, he didn't cheat on her. They were broken up. Right. They were broken up. Um, and they're like, I just can't believe it. I'm like, but it's not like they were together. Legally. It's, it's not. At all. It, they were, they were been together. It's not really clear to Evelyn. It's not really clear how much broken up they were. It becomes clearer, y'all. Um, but she said, and I need to tell you one more thing. And I'm like, yes, this is going to be really dramatic. And it is, y'all. She said, one year ago, a year ago, we went to blah, 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 blah and we got, we got married. married. This was reported in the gossip in 90 Day, where they were secretly got married. It yep. was reported. It was reported. We didn't know um, if it was true or not, but it was reported. Because they didn't comment about it. They commented. They but y'all, so when he was in Peru dating another woman, he was he married. He was married. Wow. Or I'm not sure. Could that have been after it was done? We, well, that's true. We don't know that timeline. Things are very unclear about this they timeline. They are. Or we paid attention more. That would Or help. that. But y'all, they married. So then it made me go, but wait a minute. Then is all this anxiety and wedding thing, this is just an act then, Yeah. Because right? like you're married. The rest of the Corey Nevelyn so, stuff. But from a producing standpoint, I'm like, so what are the stakes now? I agree, but I think the stakes are that we will have a wedding. We will have, but it does seem like now it it isn't a lot of stakes because she's already married to Corey. Yeah, 
But are we still not going to tell his parents? Oh, no, we're not telling them. So is this like going to be like this Chantel lie and all this bullshit? Well, I have a feeling, my prediction is that th- that she will tell, because she has to, she will tell her parents mm-hmm. uh, the night before the wedding that they are already married. And it'll be drama. Ooh, and Jenny's going to come back. Maybe she'll attend the wedding. Oh, please, Jenny. (laughs) Please, Jenny. Jenny, I'm not a smart man. Please come to this wedding. Um, That's all I have about that mess. Oh, Um, that's all I have. Shall we take a break before we go into... Lando. Lando. Yes. I need to talk about our relationship, but more about me. More about me. We'll see in a bit. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. (gasps) You pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. 
And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the Songfinch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of -of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have hope and find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself, never be ashamed Have hope and find your happy Have hope, have hope Keep going, queens Y'all, welcome to part two Welcome to part two Thank you, Sissy Christina, for editing our intimate portrait 
sitting on the couch, just two men. Ooh, I don't ever want to man. Uh, I don't. I don't know just how to do be that. Just being men. I'm just a man. I like to suck a big dick. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, yo, let's talk about Ari and Binyan. Uh, sorry, I didn't want to do this. I was trying uh, to avoid it. And a segment that I would like to call, but more about me. But um, more about me. It is always about, it's where, wherever we are, it's always about Ari. They filmed some of these in the moments, like six months after they filmed this. Yeah, because she looks because different. she's thinner, and also... She got her gay best friend to come do her makeup that day because her face is beat. I mean, it's a oh, glow especially up. that that, With the that lashes. blue. Yeah, yeah, the, she has a blue and the lashes. And I mean, she looks gorgeous, but I'm like, whoa, that is a. It seems look. like she had a procedure done to something maybe different. <sighs> maybe I don't know what it is. I mean, do do what you want to, but something is different. Seems different. I don't know. One of our sissies just saw her with her mom in uh, Princeton. Princeton, yeah. You're going to say something about Connecticut, too, because you think... No, you I was going to say New really, Haven, but that's wrong. No, that's wrong. That's Connecticut. Yeah. That's where Yale is. She's it's in Princeton. It's all the same Ivy League bullshit. No, people who went to Princeton... Yale, and Princeton, people who went to it's Yale, the same And thing. people who went to Harvard will scream at you. Oh, they're all the same. That's not true. Even the, even I didn't go to those Ivy Leagues, but I can tell you that's not true. Um... Like, you could tell me that I would say any high school in buttfuck Oklahoma is all the same. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe or maybe the quality of ice cream in different shops around uh, in, in your hometown is all the same. There's, they, they are. It's just Brahms. That's <laughs> all we got. Never mind. We, we got to move on. Y'all... Ben, ben, Benny didn't sleep well last night. Because I wonder why. Because he thinks Ari's fucking their house I, guest, her <laughs> ex-husband. I think it's because she's guest lying the fuck out of her I ex. I think that's because. Um, know, Ari, I just want to say, Ari really thought this episode was going to make her look better. She really did. It does not. So, um, so remember that last time they had a discussion and Benny is still not sure whether... Whether they about why he came there? Yep, he says that Leandra's arrival brings up. Uh, sorry, Leandra. Our, 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 Ari says Leandro's arrival brings up lots of emotions for me. Again, it's about her. I'm not a person who regrets a lot of things. <laughs> you yeah, we got that on that. the shirt. We 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 kind of thought that. <laughs> that but is this, her housewives yes, slogan. Yes, but this is the first time I regret this. Um, and I just wrote down the way she looks at Leandro. Well, let's talk about together. Because he comes down and they're having coffee and they have this really long conversation about coffee. And I'm like, and she says, I'll take a hug. It's like watching the fucking English patient with the fucking subtext under them talking about coffee because they really are just talking about this. This is not even subtlety. Yeah. She's like, um, and this like, is not them. This is not two white people talking about the desert. <laughs> he says, "Do you?" Or need he's a, a Sikh. He's and, a Sikh, and she's white. Yeah, in the English Patient. You've never seen that movie, have you? I've seen bits and pieces of it. <laughs> I'd like to. Why would you see bits and pieces of that? I movie? I don't know. It was just on. <clears throat> it's a very 
long movie. It's a better book, oh. I think, than the adaptation of the movie that I saw. The one That's with, here what's his there. name? With Ray Fiennes. Is it Ray Fiennes? No, Ray Fiennes was in The English Patient. Who? What? I'm thinking of a different movie. You are. Who's the movie with... Remains Anne? of the Day. Yes, Remains of the Day. Again, worst game of Pyramid <laughs> ever. We're, by the right. way, if we ever get to a level, I'm never playing a game show with you. I won't. What? I'll, oh. No, I won't do I, it. I won't ever be on a game show with you. No. Yeah. yeah don't have to worry well, about the that. game shows that you win are when you have to usually like toss eggs at people. Well, I'm just... I'm just saying I'll just won't be on a game show with you. Why not? You'll hold me back. Uh, <laughs> you won't know anything. I'm just saying, I think we're better on our own. You're right. I'm going to agree. You won't know anything. All right. I want a two-day trivia, trivia <laughs> thing. You did. I'm not discounting that. Anyway. Uh, so... He's basically, she's like, he's like, how did you feel from yesterday? Now you can tell why he, why she married him. Cause he is completely a caretaker oh. and in, invested on how she's feeling at all times. And guess what y'all? Benningham is not a caretaker. Nope. Benningham is, remember y'all, Benningham is a fuck boy. Yep. Who she had a fuck boy vacation with cause she was a fuck girl. And she got pregnant. Yeah. This wasn't a and relationship. And they had a fuck baby. <laughs> and they, yes. And this wasn't a relationship that chose Cute to be Cute fuck in. baby. And we actually had like a sissy talk about how kind of, how Benningham does benefit from this relationship. I guess this has like helped his clout in. I'm sure it has. Ethiopia. And he's doing a lot of dance stuff. Yeah. So they mutually both do get something out of this relationship. Um, but anyway, Leander, Leander, as she Leandro. said. Leandro. But she says Leander. I That's why to, I say she. Listen, she says Leandro, Leandro. Yes, Leandro. She says it's like this. Oh, weird, but you keep saying Leander. No, because that's the way she like says it. You with the, but you're not saying the O at the end. She says, I know. She says Dur a lot. She doesn't say the O. I'll have to go back. One of our I, sissies even said Maddie says it like Ari says it. Leandro. Maybe she's saying the O, but because of her accent, like it's so Dur. Because that is oh, okay. the way she said Leandro. But because there's a myth, hero and she kind of says it like, um, like Mary, Mary, and she says Leander. You know, what? I'm gonna say it from that way from now on, anyway. Leander. I just, it just feels like something that you're misunderstanding. No, because I was they, they, to her. they say his name every time. I know, time. but she's saying it wrong. Okay. <laughs> was making a comment on Ari. I'm glad you killed the joke. Uh, see, I just don't think it's a joke. I just uh, anyway, um. But she says, I didn't expect to feel so much emotional about this. And she said, Again, what are you doing? Like, I just feel like a shithead and I didn't do right by you. And she's like, I kind of felt like we never broke up anyway. And I'm like, Should we be having these one on one talks of self examination while your jealous husband is out of the house? No. And. It, and he says, obviously, when she had a, he said, obviously, once you had a human inside you, that changed things. And I went, y'all are still in love with one another. I, and, yes. And Benny is right. Mm. He is right. You the way they both, look at one another. You both look and talk and, and act. You are in love with be, one another. And it could be, and it could be just that kind of that convivial love that just stays. But they, they never really 
brought it to a head. Well, and you think, but then, but then why would he come and visit her? Like, why would he want to come visit her? And then we find out in the next segment why. Um, yeah. Well, he basically says, I was surprised when she basically disappeared with me in Indiana and uh, and she keeps saying it's just bringing out so much emotion, and it's just it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. So but, yeah, y'all. All this is about is mom left. Benny's there. No one's taking care well, of Ari. And also, this is this is still about her search to find herself. We the, haven't we haven't learned anything. I don't think her search to find herself. Uh, Ari can't do it doing the, like, I guess the mundane things in life. Y'all remember, this is a person, even when we see this episode, who still gets overwhelmed by making a bed. Yeah. That's, like, can't that's do it. not even funny. That's not cute. That's sad. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a shortage of life skills, definitely. Yeah. But when she, the whole life, her whole life is practiced with avoidance. Is if she's if Tim thinks too much, she will just avoid it. She'll go and, into something else that's shiny. And guess what? Mom knows this, which yep. is why they're paying for the house, which is why they're paying for the nanny, because mm-hmm. she knows Ari won't be able to do it otherwise. So y'all, Beanie has the idea they're going to go work out the gym. Him and Leandro. Yeah. He's like, we're going to speak face to face, and it's boxing. We're going to speak face to face. That's Pat Benatar's other B-side That's, hit. <laughs> it's the seaside. I'm going to get myself out of this place Oof. with you. Um, face to face. My eardrum is burning. <laughs> it's so Welcome loud. Welcome to my bring, world. Bring this further back when you do that. The, why? Because you're not listening through the headphones. I, it hurts my ears still. Oh, God. <laughs> Um, so y'all, I'm surprised Leandro kind of knows how to box. Yeah. I was shocked. All right. Let's just get to it. Y'all. And it's they're, hot. They're, they are boxing and it's hot. They are boxing. Benny is like kind of tagging him back. And then finally Benny says, wait a minute. And he just kind of throws it. And then they start just full on kind of wrestling. And then they he, are wrestling. And then he throws him down to the ground, puts him puts in him a, a chokehold. And then, I don't know if this happened to you, Poodle, when you watched this, mm-hmm. but my my Discovery Plus kind of went, <laughs> and I saw a little bit of like Jim J. Bullock going, "Hey!" <laughs> and then, wow, and, wow, and then it cut to um, they're on the ground, and Benny is, and Benny says, "I got you, man," and Leanne, right where Leandro I want you, says, "You've got something else poking me in the back, bro." Here, let me feel. And then he feels, and he goes, "Wow, I would thought you would. I thought you would be taller." <laughs> and then, basically, that's, it. that's how it is. <laughs> and, and then, and it's blackout. But then we just hear fucking noises. <laughs> but um, so, y'all, they wrestle i will say most generally it looks like he is playing with him it does it gets a little rough but it, i think it's the music the music that they're playing it's like bong, 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 makes bong, it bong. sound like gladiator yes yes it's like when game of thrones when <laughs> what's <laughs> you don't know it so you don't know the star Wars star wars fight songs so yeah, sing i'm singing it with go you. ahead <laughs> That's not it. That's it. <laughs> That's literally what I just said. No. 
No. <laughs> Not looking for any Johnny Come Lately yeah. for fandom, really. Do you have perfect pitch or selective pitch? <laughs> okay. I, I just have, got, I have select correctness. I've got to say something. Did you look at Leander whenever they got up? And no. he's sitting there. Okay, you need to go back and watch because y'all, maybe it was just the way his pants were. Oh, no. He had a huge heart on him. <gasps> I'm telling you, y'all. It's a secret scene for real. It looked like he had a full-on erect heart on Like pitching the tent. In what his if shorts. what if the what if the big thing reveal was that he was homosexual after or all bi this? because you know Ari probably he pre- loved she'd prefer think about a bi guy ten years ago if she was dating a bi guy that would be such a wild crazy yeah. thing I'm telling y'all watch it back on Discovery Plus he's pitching a tent I will watch um so why can't I get this up anyway he's like that caught me off so. Uh, guard and uh, golf guard completely and Benny said sorry I don't mean to be aggressive sometimes I just lose control lose control me too I spit in your butt and say give me that <laughs> give me that Twinkie give me- gross um, he basically says I need to know these things do you have feelings for Ari well, and- no, no first he said which is very important why did you come, why did you come? Yeah. y'all and he says Ari practically begged me. She did not tell Benny this. She is not. She's saying, my husband, he wants to come see me. She told him he wants to come see the baby. He wants to know. Right. No, y'all. He said, she asked me. She almost begged me to come. And it was so like. She probably made the so situation fervent. very dire he for said, him. I needed, he didn't want to say this, but you could tell he was saying, I needed to see that she was okay. Yeah. Y'all, she's gross. So, narcissist. He anyway. She, go ahead. She flat out asked. He flat out asked, "Do you have feelings for Ari?" And he says, "It's not like that. I just really care about her." And then she's like, "Well, <clears throat> when you were staying in the same house with my pregnant pregnant girlfriend, girlfriend at the time, five month pregnant girl, did you do sex with her?" You got nothing to worry about. Y'all, he's lying. He didn't deny it. He didn't deny it. You notice that? I did notice that. Now, maybe they edited that out. He possibly said, you've got nothing to worry about. Meaning, they already fucked and now it's done. I'm on Binium. This did not seem trustworthy to me. Oh, wow. He... Uh, I, when I when he did, when he said no, I did not. Um. Anyway, and Biddy's like, I don't trust him. And then we get home to Ari perplexed because she can't make a queen size bed. Well, here's the thing: she was probably really perplexed because she had just spent a good. When she was like, while they were away, they've been they've been there for so long at the gym. I thought about them together, and I started finger banging myself because that is so hot. The idea of me, my current husband, and my ex-husband fighting over me and having words and liking, not liking each other makes me want to ravish myself. It does. Because that's what she loves, y'all. You see it when he comes back. Because he's starting to talk to her and he's kind of telling her what happened. He said, I wanted to talk to him. Man, the man I asked you slept with him. And she's like, she's like, why would you do that? Why? And I wrote, she loves this. Yeah. She, she does. She loves this. And she's like, 
Uh, it's gonna be, and then she turned. He says, but he was like, uh, uh, when I asked if it's just like, that's just how he is. That's how he is. Now, the funniest thing was, she said she immediately didn't think about him. She's like, oh my God, it's gonna be so weird seeing him. What am I gonna feel like? I'm so embarrassed. So she puts it on. Now it's also about how she's feeling again. She's and she tells him. She said, "Why can't you just focus on now in the relationship?" And I went, "You're the one that invited exactly. your ex-husband back into this relationship, even more so. You focus on now. She, he can't focus on now because she is still quote processing the demise Pro- of her first, first relationship. relationship. Y'all, if you're... T- of her previous relationship. After all this, if you're a Team Ari, then you must be she's, somebody... I know she's got fans. It, she does? I'm sure she does. If you're a Team Ari, then you're someone that loves Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> or New Coke. I just Car- don't trust Car- you. Carl's wife still has <laughs> a, a case somewhere. <laughs> Carl! Could you go back to the shop and oh never mind, I forgot you're on your computer with the door shut. Shooter, go get go get Mama <laughs> Even Crystal Shooter's Pepsi. not allowed in that room. Oh, yeah, okay, go get Mama Crystal Pepsi. Come on. Uh if she did bring it he brings it to her in his mouth. Yes. And- like you liked New Coke and you thought those you thought those Max Hedron commercials were cute. <laughs> you need to process some shit. So he says, um uh and I wrote down, why can she not even validate? I know that this is weird. Nope. And I know that it's weird for me to be friends with my ex. But trust me here, she. I think so much could be handled if she would just validate one fucking feeling. I think... I think this is all, and I don't think... We talked I, about last time. I agree. I'm going to... I'm going to... Ari, I don't think is smart enough to... To, I disagree. I think she is. I, I think she's smart. I, don't, I think well, she's book smart. But yeah, but I don't think, let me leave. I don't think she's smart enough to devise this all on her own. I think it's almost more subconscious. She is going to do everything she can to make Binium look like he's been an asshole to her yep. so she can move back to the exactly. US and take she's, that baby. She is torpedoing her marriage the best way she knows how. So she can get back to the So US. she can, uh, and I think so she, that way her mom can help her raise her baby. I think she weirdly wants to still stay kind of married to Binyam so she can have that. Maybe. And then go back and visit occasionally. Yeah. But she'll say to him, you know, it works much better if we live here. And then you so see you the live baby. There. Yeah. Yeah. I can and see this that. is and this is the way to do it. You make him a jealous monster. Yeah. And tell him you can't deal with him. I've decided to go back to the U.S. And the thing is, is sadly, Benium plays into this yep. because he just doesn't have the emotional maturity. <sighs> now, this was this is the thing. You, th- he, they're going out to dinner, and he texts Sion, his ex girlfriend, otherwise known as Bongo Butt. Bongo, playing on the butt, playing on the butt. <laughs> Air guitar leg, yeah, bongo booty. Now, when and he and you can tell Ari finds out you're calling her. She's like, "That's your ex." Butthole, <laughs> it's a butthole. Play that button. I wanna go home. So they, <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, it's his ex, his dance partner, Bongo Butt. Uh huh. And I wrote down, this is not helpful. 
No. And, and so transparent. And now it's just. Beyond transparent. And this is, again, this is playing right into her hands. Because this is going to make him look like a dick. Although this is what she thinks this is going to help her. But it really just makes. It kind of blows up in her face, too. She, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he says, uh, she, she gets there. She's like, I came from shopping. Y'all, this woman is stunning. Like. Even Leandra's like. Fuck. <laughs> she is gorgeous. Um and he says I mean it's totally plain in there, but at the same time I was like, oh Biddy, I'm kinda glad you I did know. This. Yeah. So he's they were together. He's like, How long have we been together? Six, seven years? And he's like, ten. ten. She's like, but we did break up that one time. And 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 she's like, Yeah, why did you break up? And Leandro is not making things better by saying mm. She, he probably cheated on her. Right across from the table. Right. And, and now here's the deal. This is some me, you, and my ex bullshit. bullshit. It doesn't seem like he actually did cheat on her. It seems like they broke up and they were on a break. Yep. But he got with his first uh, ex-wife. Yeah. Or his ex-wife. The other woman from America that ended up leaving, yep. he got with her like two months after he was with her. And then she just didn't hear anything. And she didn't hear from him. So she felt like a betrayal and like he cheated on her. Ari is trying to spin this that he totally cheated on her. Y'all, he didn't. Yeah. This Sorry, is, it's like Ross and Rachel. He, they were on a break. And Ari says to her, even now when she finds out that he didn't cheat, she's like, well, when I'm, when, when I'm at home... And like you're dancing, do I have anything to worry about? What is she gonna say? Yeah, every yeah. time in the break room we do a little yeah. in out when we can. Yeah, exactly. Because their professional relationship is now tied to one another. Yes. So, uh, I, I I think y'all this and is she, not well, going to get better. Yeah. No, she says like um, she's like you have to have confidence with your love. Yeah. You need to have more. And Ari says. It's just so hypocritical when he's broken people's trust in the past. And I went, you were married. <laughs> you were married and you just left your husband. He met a woman who he had a baby with when he was broken up from another woman. Yep. Not the same well, thing. All of this is evidence collecting for her. They, again, this is to This is to force Binyam to make a decision about how to act. Yep, because right now he's been he's been ignoring all of Ari's stuff. Yep, whether it's been circumcision with the baby, uh, bringing her parents here. Yep, every tactic she has used to torpedo her marriage. Yep. This one has been the most successful so far because she knows he's jealous. <sighs> the all there's hmm. she's gonna go back to America and get with back with <clears throat> Leandro and raise that baby, and that is sad. Yep. That's sad. Yep. I know he'll always be in my life. But, hey, I won't have any regrets because I don't regret things in life. It's so pretty when paper just soars. It is. (laughs) (laughs) If you you weren't watching the intermittent portrait, I just threw a piece of paper. He did. Riveting. Um, Let's talk about our last couple in this time. Kenny and Armando, just a oh, little yeah. bit. You had forgotten who we were doing. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though I'd said it 20 minutes ago. Uh, I didn't need to think about it. You were doing it. This is short but intense. Yeah. Yo, I want to know your f- 
feelings about this because yeah. I have feelings that I don't know. People may hate or people may disagree with this. Um, Y'all, Kenny is picking up Cassidy at the airport, um, which, as Kenny once told us, my children have the best names. They, 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 when I when I basically came for his children's names. Well, you came for his son's name. I came for the way his son was spelled. I like Cassidy. I like that name a lot. I just think of Kathy Lee's children, Cassidy and Cody. Cassidy, hey. My nephew's name is Cody, and my other nephew's girlfriend's name is Cassidy. Wow. Look at that. Maybe that's why I like those names. Just basic names. Well, you know. Anyway. Uh, so he's picking Cassidy. Who is, I believe, is she the youngest? I don't know. I think it's like she was the oldest. Is she the one that cried the whole time whenever he left? Like, there was one, there was one of yeah, the she kids cried the whole time. who were visibly like, this was the hardest I think she I cried think the whole time. Um, so y'all... But it is it is a lot to think about. It's been a year since he's seen his kids and his grandson. grandson. Like, that is a lot. He sees her. They hug. They're crying. Um, and it's Kenny, so he's going to cry He's the whole, crying. And so, y'all, they the get in the car, and they're on the ride back. And she says, well, now that you've been here for a year, kind of what are your opinions of living in Mexico? Yeah. Now... She said, does a part of you say, I wish I shouldn't have left? I think this is an unfair question. I think so, too. Um, I don't know if this was prompted by production Maybe. to say. Because it does feel really unfair. Like, I wouldn't say that. If it was my parent, I would say, oh, is there anything you miss from living back home? Yeah. Like, is there anything you now, miss about that? And, and then it opens up a floodgate because Kenny confesses, I have periods of depressing guilt from missing everybody, and if I'm honest, I'm honest with Armando about everything, but that I'm so homesick, and you can tell that. You can tell. He says, I don't want him to feel bad, because he said, apparently, before he moved out here, that's the one kind of thing Armando, Armando was afraid of. Yep. He's like, you're dragging your feet, you're dragging your feet, and because he didn't ever feel like Kenny was making that move out. And we don't, we never know, actually, why they decided Mexico. Um, there was never. I mean, that's fine I'm, if you want to live I, there. But it was to never me, decided. I think it was that Hannah's family was in. That's Mexico. what I think. That's but it never was decided. Like they want to keep Hannah close to her family. We we just yeah. don't know. Um, I just assumed that Hannah wanted to be near his mom and dad. I assumed that too. So, yeah. um, and also with his dead exes. Family, yeah, I guess. Which and, we they've never obviously they've never been, but they on probably the, want to see their grandchild. Yeah. So Kenny says, "I'm honest about everything, but this," and he is full on crying. It's very moving. Um, so then Cassidy says, "Just to be honest, I'm the one who makes sure when you left, I'm the one who makes sure that all the family's interacting. It's all on she me. starts crying. And you were the foundation of the family. That's what we had, and that's what." And he, and she said, like, I feel like I'm the only one who cares about all of us. And I guess it's okay to vent. And he was. It did seem like from the videos, you could tell that like, y'all, because remember, he didn't raise kids like with another woman, with yeah. another man. Like, he was a single dad of all of these kids and but did this on his own. So it was, that's a lot. I here's get. the thing. You're grown. But you're grown. You're grown, honey. Your father deserves his chance to be I happy. I think, though, she, it seemed a little bit like she was the, I think if I remember correctly, she was a sibling that seemed like a little too attached. Like, not kind of, I remember we said, yeah, I, I just, worried about her being on her own. I just went, 
this is not a good look for you. Well, I just think it's like, you can say, look, I miss you. But to lay this guilt that you were I, that's, the foundation that, that's the that held our family together, that makes him feel like shit. Yeah. It's and nothing like nothing is good is going to come of it yes. for anybody. And it's just kind of like the way you you can say, you know, like, oh, well, you know, like I'm trying to be like um, I try to be the party person or have cookouts and we're trying to do birthdays and stuff. It's not the same without you, but we all still get together and we're, you know, because number one, you know, your father's an emotional mess in general. <laughs> yes, yes. And and so maybe that's not. You can talk about this with, let's say, your sister, or maybe there's someone else in your family. Because it is a lot to be the one parent that moved away, but the guilt his that you've kids given are him, grown. But the guilt they've given that she gave him on right. this. The thing, the thing, they're all in their twenties or late twenties. Your kids are grown. I mean, what would you do if Mother Poodle told you she was moving to Mexico and you'd only see her about once every year or so? Their phones work there. <laughs> so I wouldn't see her every year. Now, first of all, that would never happen. <laughs> let's let's clear let's clear that. What would Brother Poodle say if your mom moved away? Because he lives next to her. Doesn't live next to her. Lives well, about close to her. Thirty minutes. Um they'd make do. She'd never do that. Cause I feel like in my family, um I mean my father would never do that either. But like that would be the family, they're so enmeshed, that would be a big, big deal. I remember like when uh, my Aunt Darla's son moved away. He was like the first of the siblings to kind of say... How he, old was he? Like, old. I mean, he was like 28, 29. He's but, grown! But everybody... But I want to say maybe it's their family mentality. A lot of my family are like, wow. Can't believe he's moving away from his family. Because you... I'm just saying, if you're in this big family, you—it's almost like you're expected to live close, and yeah. Live around. No, I get it, but they also weren't in the middle of nowhere. They're in Florida, in a bigger city. I know, but even when my brother moved back, also they didn't have he, he moved from Indiana. Or I'm whatever not defending he was there. her. I'm more of just saying they are. There are some fam like my family is that it's. Everybody lives within a five-mile radius, and if you break that— I'm the same. My family is the same. So when you break that, people are, people question that. It's At least in my family, it's not seen as just a normal thing. You know, I, I disagree with that because they were fine with me leaving. They're always—I am the one who left. But You're no different. One, no one You're, will fault, fault that You and me. I are different. Yeah. Because they knew Twinkle Toes needed to get out of fucking— I agree, but even people who did leave in my family, there was a couple of their cousins who left. Mm -hmm. No one ever faulted that. No one ever thought it was weird. See, my family, I'm saying, so it's not a disagreement. I'm just saying it's different. I'm trying to highlight different experiences. Yeah. That no, I my believe family, you. That kids, and that's a thing in my hometown, kids don't move that far away from their parents where I'm from. That's why I like everybody kind of ex a lot of people thought. How do you have your own life? Are you just moving back to take care of your dad? And I'm like, no, I'm not moving back permanently. But how do you? You, if you don't. It's all connected to your parents. Like there are most people I know from graduated from high school still live by. They, they even work in their family business with their parents or they work at the same place. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I know it because you're correct. I don't get it. 
I don't understand it at all. Yeah. And I don't think, but I'm I, saying maybe their family is like that. I think I was thinking about I'm this. I'm just trying to understand, I understand why she would come with this guilt. But I, I understand that. But it's it, it'd be different if they were back in Indiana. This is a family raised by a gay man in, in a, a very progressive family where they were. he hopefully raised them to be independent people. And that's not what we're seeing. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's very interesting, yeah. I just thought she was being really unreasonable um, by, by saying things like that. Would you watch a Because spin- it made him feel really bad. No, it didn't make him feel Would you watch a spinoff with Kenny and Armando and their families? No. I think I would. Mm-mm. I would. No. I'm, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not really interested in her family or their family. His family. Maybe they all live together. I don't know. Like also, the his, the big his, Armando's family is not that interesting to me. Oh, they're interesting they're, together, but I don't find they're the their most families, interesting together. Yeah, I don't find their families to be very compelling at all. Anyway, y'all, welcome to Mexico. She's there. Yay! Good times. Wear some sunblock, Cassidy. <laughs> it's gonna be a joyous trip. I think she'll be on her best behavior with Armando. Oh, I think she loves but, Armando and, um, and it's happy for her dad. But boy, it just—I just—I reacted I, I, very viscerally to that. Well. It's different for us because for you and I, being independent and making your own path in life mm-hmm. is one of the probably the most important things a person can do. Yeah. That is not the case for a lot of people where we're from. You don't do those right. things. You you follow the path that's been blazed for you. I, I totally understand you. This is not rural Oklahoma or South I agree. Carolina. But maybe their family is that. That's what... We don't know their well, family. Well, she said, though, it's not. She's like, it's too hard to get anyone together. The, I think the dad was the only, Kenny was the only one who had things to keep the fa- family together. Yeah. And I think that's her problem. I don't think it's saying, that's, I want the family back. That's your problem, No, honey. I think it's her problem, too. I'm just like, I wonder if the, I want to know what the other kids think about Again, this. Again, two words. You're grown. She's grown. She's grown. Yo, that's the show. That's the show. That's the show. Come what be on we the do show, now? Cassidy. I won't rip into you. I promise you. No, I'll be I, nice. Cassidy. I just think, I think just, just parents got are people too. It's like when my dad married his what? second wife and started boot scooting down at Billy Bob's, and I never even knew he liked country dancing. And I thought, well, I guess my dad's got to live his own life. Boot scooting. Yeah, I go boot scooting down at Billy Bob's in Dallas or Fort Worth. I thought. Boots that was only like boot is boot scooting a thing? I thought it was just that song. No, it's called You Go Boot Scooting. That's what they called it. They go country to line It's dancing, line dancing. But it's called boot scooting. I'd never heard so that. So they all would go boot scooting. In fact, my dad, because you know, his second wife, Brenda, was real was You have to say short, like boot scooting. But, but but she was shorter so he could flip her over. And like he would do a flip and everything. But one time uh, she wasn't ready. He kind of dropped her on her head. So for Christmas, he got her a sequin helmet that she could wear when they would boot scoot. So she didn't hurt herself. That's the show. <laughs> That's the show, everybody. This, like Dieter from Sprockets on Saturday Night Live. Your story has become tiresome. <laughs> Y'all, that's the show. <laughs> Let us know if you're going boot scooting. Maybe Poodle will go with you. No. All right. Everybody. I hate line dancing. You can go to realitygatespodcast.com. <laughs> Add it to the list. You only like to dance one way, and that's slutty. <laughs> that's true. Uh, you can go to our Instagram, realitygatespodcast. Hey, be sure to, um, if you want to find out about when tickets are launched, 
The best place for you to do that is on Instagram and Twitter. That's where our learning people. That's yes. also the newsletter, y'all. That's in the show notes. The and show for- notes are that thing on your phone. Somebody <laughs> asked. You either scroll up or you can press on the picture and it'll flip around and it'll be all the notes. We're the saying links, this everything. for you Carl's wives. Some of you are like, how do you get a show? In that will be a link to our newsletter. If you subscribe to the newsletter, if you're not into Facebook or the Gram or uh, Talk Rock, whatever, all those kind of things, TikTok, <laughs> then you just get on that in newsletter and we'll email if you. If you've ever had to ask us, wait, how do I get on Crowdcast again? You might be a Carl's you wife. You might be a Carl's <laughs> wife, y'all. Um, y'all, big big news for Gatreon and Super Sissies. I have put out a Patreon poll. Oh yeah, for um for the September by Curious. There yeah. are three choices available now. Yeah. Um, I will say Salt Lake City Housewife of Salt Lake City is kind of running away from it right now, but right behind it is Prisoner of Love. And if you if you were one of those people who said y'all have to do Prisoner of Love, you have to keep watching it. Y'all need to vote. You can vote for that, yes. And there's also that- I love a mama's boy. It's kind of further behind. But, oh, okay, well, um, and also if you look in the show notes, that link to this poll is there, but you can't get it unless you're a Patreon member. Oh yeah, yep. There you go. All right, everybody, that's the show. We call these people lonely hearts because poodle, aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Yes, and it. That's really distracting. I'm rubbing for somebody who's sitting on couch. And if you waited this long to see Bongo Booty, (laughs) and she was everything you wanted (laughs) and more, and you can't wait to play air guitar on her leg. Bottle! (laughs) bottle. I'm sorry, neighbor. That is piercing my ears today. (laughs) I need to turn your volume down, because it's really hurting my ears. Call us. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 